This podcast is brought to you by Casa Oriente. Escape the winter freeze at this superb three-bedroom contemporary villa in sunny Marbella. Visit casa-oriente.com. That's C-A-S-A hyphen O-R-I-E-N-T-E dot com. Yes, there we are. That's the um, that's the vocal stylings of Duran Duran. Hungry like the wolf, there, of course, in tribute to Liverpool's performance on Boxing Day against the Wolves' first team. Shows where we sit in the hierarchy of things these days when they rest their first team against United because they don't think they're going to get anything and they come to Anfield expecting to get three points. But there we are. Never understood the appeal of Duran Duran. Uh, I don't know about you, but Sam and LeBon always um, seem criminally out of tune. Unless we forget they came up with the worst line in pop music history, you'll think, you think you're easy, you're about as easy as a nuclear war. <laughs> that is um, shocking. Um, closely followed by Billy Ocean's Get Out of My Dreams and Into My Car. Do you remember that one? Good Lovely. Good. Yeah, well, yeah, you say that. <laughs> Not just a matter of life and death, the planet's a premier Liverpool a football club-based podcast transmitted from a pokey basement in Malabone. Yes, brought to you in association with Antonia Barragan, Zach Whitbread and Gabrielle Paletta. Do you remember any of them? I remember all three of them. Wow, you are sad. <laughs> um, my guest tonight is a friend of a friend who I'm reliably informed is a massive Liverpool fan and an avid listener of the show. I knew there was one. Uh, the last time I was set up on a blind day like this, it ended up at some sort of hideous fingering incident in a Preston nightclub. But I'm hoping that doesn't happen tonight. So ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Stephen Jamo, everybody. Come on. Come on, give him Thank a bit you. of a ripple. I can confirm I won't be going to Preston tonight. No, you, you, <laughs> yeah. I can uh, only apologise. If, if, if there is a, a subdued applause um, this evening, it's because um, Paul, Paul our, our head honcho, has brought in some uh, donuts by the good people of Krispy Kreme. And if there are listening Krispy Kreme, if you want to um, uh, sponsor the show, <laughs> it might, that's, a, that's a bit of a long shot. Um, so it slowed the reactions of our engineers uh, and such like. So I can only apologise if sound does dip. It's to do with donuts. Um, now you may have noticed, listener, um, and Stephen, and Stephen, you here, here expressly come here to um, meet Ashley. I know you have. It's kind of ruined Christmas. It has sort of ruined. Yeah. And what's even worse is that we've got a microphone here all set up for him, and he's not here. <laughs> it's like the ghost of Christmas past. Um, or future. I, don't, I can't remember what it was. Um, but don't worry, um, Ashley hasn't. Um, uh, you Defected. know, he's, he's not. Well, he's not infected. He's not. He, well, the thing is, what I was worried about. It might be some sort of terrible sleeping sickness. I don't want to even listen to the last two episodes. But he has been, got the habit of yawning in my face during the podcast. I thought it might be some sort of terrible sleeping sickness. But apparently, his wife has been involved in some sort of terrible appendix-related incident, which has rendered her less mobile than Paul Stewart. So we 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 uh, uh, wish her. Um, uh, a speedy recovery and indeed uh, Ashley's um, you know uh, Ashley's return well hopefully it'll, that'll, that'll, um, that'll occur soon but if you'd like to put on some sort of um, lisp and you could sort of yawn uh, every now and again Stephen that would be helpful I'll probably yawn at some point uh, good <laughs> so Stephen tell me about yourself when did you first become a Liverpool um, follower um, I've been trying to 
think about this, knowing that I've been coming on here today. I think it was, it's either 87 or 88. God, you're definitely a in, in that season. You're um, a child. I know. I'm, I'm, I admit I'm a premiership baby, really, when it comes right, to Liverpool okay. and stuff. Um, the, how I became a Liverpool fan was quite weird, but also quite, quite thankful for it, because um, I always liked football as a kid, mm. but I didn't really have a team. Right, so to speak, and uh, one day I went, you know, when you used to go out and play out with your people yeah. on the street, the other kids, and there was these kids that might have been about ten mm. when I was six or seven. Okay, and uh, they said to me, "Yeah, mm. they said to me, who do you support?" And I said, "I like football, but I don't really support anyone." And he went, "You support Liverpool." Wow. And I went, okay. <laughs> and from that moment on, I've become 100% Liverpool fan. It's kind of cheering to know that you've been bullied into it <laughs> yeah. and you still stuck with it. Absolutely. And, you know, that's, that's the thing. Um, and from that moment on, I was totally obsessed with Liverpool. And so we, we have, what have we won since you became a fan? We've won, well, we won the European Cup. That was quite we won impressive. The European Cup. We didn't win anything in the 90s. We, well, it was 87, 88, so we won the league that year. Okay. Uh, 80. Nine, we won, won the FA Cup. Cup. Yeah. Ninety, we won the league. But we had that year when we won all those poxy. Um, that we won the UEFA Cup, yeah. and then we that was won a good season, good team. There. We won, we won the uh, Milk Cup on penalties against Birmingham, if I remember correctly, something like that. Good See, game. Ashley, you swear you need <laughs> Ashley. You know, you'll have all the. You know, oh, yeah, you'll be able to take your first eleven. I think Bishkan played in that game. Interesting, sir. Yeah, Bishkan. I miss Bishkan. We all miss Eagle. Yeah. Um, well, that's nice. It's a nice, heartwarming uh, story. It could have been worse. They could have been Charlton fans. Yeah, they could have been Charlton or fans. Or Everton fans, could, or Man United fans. Well, if, if it was in London, it would be more likely to be Man United fans, yeah. wouldn't they? Um, well, that, that's funny. Isn't it? And there was no knives or flick knives or anything like no, involved in the process? It was just or a sort like of a stern pointing to, to say, you support Liverpool. The right. guy who told me to support Liverpool, his dad was Irish, which is how he supported Liverpool. Okay. Because obviously, if you're Irish, you support Liverpool. And have a predilection towards violence. Um which is nice. Uh, 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 hello there to any of our Irish listeners. Um, so let's, um, Stephen, um, you've been put forward by um, our friend Clarkie, yeah. uh, mutual friend Clarkie, as uh, a bit of an obsessive and, an, um, and somebody who knows about football and knows about Liverpool. So let's have a bit of an analysis then about, about the Wolves game. What do you think about the Wolves game? Um, I just thought it just kind of summed up where the team are at the moment. We started pretty well, actually. I thought the first 15 minutes we sort of got at them. Torres actually looked quite lively, despite Chris Waddle banging on about how much he hasn't trained. First couple of minutes, he looked OK. Um, it's Chris Waddle banging on about how, how, how lazy someone looks <laughs> yeah. and how they haven't trained. That's, you know, that's, a, yeah. that's the pot calling kettle black, <laughs> if ever there was one. Um, he looks fitter now than he did when he was playing. <laughs> but then again, when the goal doesn't come... You get this sense around Anfield, even if you're there or if you're watching on TV, when the goal doesn't come, it, on the first sort of 20 minutes, everyone starts to groan as soon as yeah. a pass goes astray. And that obviously feeds straight back to the players and more passes start to go astray and people aren't concentrating and Gerard doesn't do anything amazing. And Wolves got into the game, which is most teams coming to Anfield now. Once they realise they get through the first 20 minutes... What's their first 11, mate? You've got to be careful. <laughs> yeah. well, it's, you know, that was quite sad when they played um, their first 11. You know, for me, I thought they were all right. I think, I think um, you know, a win's a win at the moment. And we, mm. do, we can't complain about that. It was a 2-0 win. It was, we, almost, we almost scored three. Jesus Christ. Um, and I thought we, were, we looked 
a lot more balanced without with Mascarano out and um but you know, to be fair, any team without Dirk Kite looks more balanced because yeah. he's, he's essentially ballast. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> and <laughs> uh, but um, you know, and and Lucas played well as a, as a, as a single defensive midfield player because and he's essentially what he should be. And also, he's I don't a, think he was necessarily people, the press bang on about these two holding midfielders. He yeah. wasn't a holding midfielder. There was plenty of times when he was sort of bombing on, trying to get to the edge of the box and get into the byline on a couple of eight occasions Try. as well. Yeah, yeah. that's you know. essentially what he does he tries I mean I think I think essentially what he is is you know a really good backup Mascarano and I think I think he's, he's actually yeah. going to become a really good maybe not as good as Mascarano but a good defensive midfield player that's fantastic just for me it's, it's difficult when you're playing two Mascaranos you, you know where's, where's the clever pass come I mean, what was great about the Wolves game is we had um we, you know, we had Benny Yoon on the field, who's a creative player. And we had we had the little princess that was on there as well. Oh, Aquilani almost got ninety minutes. Everybody, yeah. imagine that. But you, for me, you could see why Rafa's held him back so long because he clearly is nowhere near match fit for me. Well, he, that, yeah, but but go. The reason why he's not match fit is because he's holding back. But you can see. I just thought he's not even ready. For for first team action that's some after 45 minutes he badly faded I thought you know but he, he kind of you know he just that he did that thing towards the end of the game where he sort of deliberately almost deliberately gave the ball away thinking I just want to come off now I'm <laughs> yeah, tired completely. I'm yeah. just tired what are you doing really tired. um but it was encouraging to see him yeah um, he was tidy player and you know lovely lovely control he ain't going to be someone who's going to take a game by the grip. Yeah, you know, he doesn't, the he doesn't the di- dictate the play. No, he's, if he's a tidy footballer. Yeah. But, he, you, know, if, you know, if you go 2-1 down against Aston Villa, he ain't going to dig no, out for you. absolutely. No. Although, I'll tell you that, he did, he did um, tackle back a couple of times. I thought it was quite yeah, impressive. Thought, it was you know. always quite good when you see a foreign player come over and yeah. are willing to get themselves hurt by a Wolves midfielder. Yeah, I was a little bit <laughs> concerned <laughs> that he might, he might injure one of, his, ankles, one of his yeah. glass ankles. <laughs> yeah. but, um, but, you know, he even, got his, he even got his shorts dirty at one stage. Yeah. And it was quite encouraging to see how much he gets into the box as well. Um, a couple of times he has played, he's he's definitely not like Alonso who sits sort of forty five yards. Well, that's the talk, isn't it? He's a bit, he's a bit further, he's a bit fur, bit more mobile and a bit yeah. further forward and stuff. And I think the team will take time to adjust to that because because that's what they were, that's why that's why um, apparently Juve were talking about buying Alonso and then they decided they weren't going to buy Alonso because Alonso was too slow and not mobile enough. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, uh, Gerard, I thought, was a bit shit again. And <laughs> about the goal was brilliant. The goal was brilliant. Um, brilliant play from Insua, which, you know, he's yeah, getting the, taken the, a lot how of often it, how, let's, 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 just, let's just say that again. Let's just say those words again, because they're not often heard. Brilliant play from Insua. Imagine that. Imagine He I, looks I, like I, a different player with a radio in front of him, think, doesn't he? Yeah, absolutely. It works. The guy's young. He's an experience. But, but, but then again, if you're going to play two full-backs... You know, it's, you, I don't know. Could what, be asking yeah. for trouble. Yeah. But uh, but I'm like, I think Aurelio is quite a good footballer, yeah, quite a good passer, and yeah. I, I, you know, he doesn't look uncomfortable out wide. No, there. not at all. I'm um, a Aurelio fan actually. Uh, so maybe that's maybe that's the future. I don't know, but um, I think you know it, it, I'll be interested to see what kind of setup because Mascarano's out. What kind of setup they put up against um, Villa because. I would suspect that they won't go so creative in midfield. I would suspect that Gerard will play central midfield. I don't. I don't. I don't know if, if that was me, uh, knowing that actually again people are going to be saying, "Well, it's a pivotal moment for Liverpool. This could be the turning point of Liverpool's season." And actually, if you've got Akolani and Lucas in the centre of the midfield, I'm not sure whether 
I don't know who plays him, but who plays his centre midfield for Villa? I think they're playing. They're actually playing James Milner in yeah, there at the moment. Yeah, yeah, aren't they? yeah, yeah. They've got Milner, good little player, Milner. We um, could have had him as well. We almost bought him as well, didn't we? And everyone was saying how ridiculous it is that Rafa wanted to buy Milner, mm. and it turns out he knew what he was talking about. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> Um, so, so he says. They played against Arsenal yesterday. Who played in the midfield? Oh, well, it, apparently six. Ge- I've, got, I've got, I've got breaking news for uh, Aston Villa fans. Um, all you Aston Villa fans that are listening, um, they're, they're going to have six changes from the from the um, the game against Arsenal. Villa, yeah. Uh, Ashley, Lung, Ashley Young's out for some reason. Don't He's know. suspended. He got a fifth yellow card. And that, yeah. that massive centre forward that they've got is going to play. What's his name again? Carew. Uh, He's going to be back, which mm-hmm. which would obviously terrify um, Carragher. Um, so I think I, that type of player suits Carragher. I think he need. It's the quick players which are causing him the problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, well, he's always causing the problem. But Thierry, on, Thierry Henry, it was, hilarious. it was actually quite funny to watch him against Thierry Henry. It was quite hilarious. Um, uh, the, the other thing, uh, the, uh, the other things I thought about the um, the Wolves game, Johnson was a bit rubbish. Yeah, he's um, gone backwards actually. Uh, but you know, to be fair, he can't. You know, every other game he's played, he's looked pretty good. And I think up uh, until the Arsenal own goal, yeah, from then against Portsmouth, he was shit as well. Yes, he was actually. Yeah, I, I, I tried to. I'm trying to remove that. that was a low. <laughs> that was a proper low point because because Ashley was saying that we should talk about the um, the highlights of the year. You and Ashley both said, oh, we should think about the highlights. But I, I put Kyber's on that because we haven't had any, to be honest. <laughs> and then two, and then 2009 I, I, as a general, I, I, we've had some. <laughs> Pretty good moments. Yeah, going to Old Trafford, winning four one, beating yeah. Real Madrid five 0 in aggregate. It's not no, but I'm thinking about. I don't. I can't. I can't. I can't dwell on last season. I mean, I, I kind of. You're this a Liverpool season. fan. How can you not do that? Well, no. But, well, <laughs> you, you know, you've got. <laughs> um, but you know, you can't. You can't have highlights. So, you know, it's it's uh, disingenuous because of the position we're in. Um, but uh, Seventh, that's a highlight. Uh, seventh, that's seventh, a lucky seventh. Yeah. I think uh, you know. I think it's nice being in. I like it's nice being in in seventh. It's to change. I don't. He wants to be third all the time. It's boring. Yeah. You know. I mean, it's We've nice, done the whole third. It's thing nice now. to be a West Ham every now and again, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Our engineer's a West Ham fan. Poor little fella. Um, uh, other good news: uh, Danny Pacheco came on and looked like the bollocks. He's just like he just wants the ball off everybody. Yeah, which so is great. I just can't. I'm trying to hold down my excitement about him, but he just looks brilliant. He looks as though he should be playing for Arsenal. That's how good he is. Well, he looks like someone who wants yeah. to go forward, which yeah. we don't have a lot of. But wants the ball all the time. Yeah. Wants to make thing, make things happen. And uh, you know, I'm sure he gets he'll get put on loan to. Turkey or somewhere, but again, Rafa needs to be, you know, have, have some credit for bringing people like this through because Pacheco he hasn't, he didn't come last week. He's been there a couple of years, and yeah, he's going to explode I'd, onto I, the you know, I, right I, time. I would like to see him, you know, you know, be thrown in against to start against, you know, crap like Wolves and stuff like that. Well, we've got an FA Cup game against Reading, Reading coming on. Reading, it's a perfect yeah, game. It's got, yeah, well, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see that. No, we I, I, win yeah, the FA Cup. Yeah, well, actually, we should. Yeah, we should play our first eleven, and then well, who knows what our first eleven is in these days. Um, but I th- did think uh, the again Wolves. I thought Wolves played quite well. The defensive, mm, they good. were really well set up. Oh, got windy pops on them. Oh, oh, I'm bilious, everybody. I can only apologise. Um, uh, um, and it was a very dodgy um, sending off that second yellow. I just thought it was dodgy. No, I, think, I thought you had to go. I, as soon as I saw it, I said, "You can't push someone over as they're running into he the penalty didn't box." Really, you saw, but was it Johnson? <coughs> 
it, it was, was a, it was a, he, who got he sent off. No, into, it, uh, sorry, Lucas. It was Lucas, yeah. Who oh, isn't yeah. the most difficult person to push over, admittedly. Yeah, he went down like the Pope, didn't he? Did you, <laughs> well, see, the pope? Did you see the Pope over Christmas getting pushed over that one? He went down big time, that didn't he? That funny, that one, That's so terrible. <laughs> um... Uh, so I, you know, I thought I felt a bit sorry for wolves. I don't know. These days, I, I'm I'm uh, supporting the underdogs a little bit just because I think we're because we're, well, we're an underdog pretty much most of the time now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so uh, Villa, what do you think? I, I I I can see us getting getting hammered at Villa. To be honest, with I you. think to sound like a cliche, we have a big turning points every week at Liverpool but yeah. I think it's a massive game actually it genuinely is a massive game with Villa losing at Arsenal and actually genuinely looking like they could put a run together this season um, I think Liverpool have to get a result not necessarily have to win but I think we can't afford to lose at Villa because I don't think they're going to fade away like they did last season so if Liverpool can go there and actually get a result I think it should be Kickstart the season. It should really because well, we're gonna, the next we're gonna two lose. games we're going to lose. It's got a loss all well, over. I wouldn't it. say Liverpool are favourites. They're an organi- organised, um, you know, uh, yeah, muscular how many, outfit. Isn't that many Villa players that would get into the Liverpool team? Oh, I don't know. Uh, uh, they've got a strike. Have you got any strikers? <laughs> because they, well, um, I, they play one up front as well. Well, we play one up front in Heskey. Yeah. So yeah. Agbonlahor's not going to replace Torres. No, I, wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind him among the to, to replace him when he was injured. Yeah, absolutely. But in their first team, I and that massive man, that massive, this enormous great man that they yeah. get, they put up there. He's uh, again. I, he's a, I, I'm a big fan of a massive man up front. It's nice. It's fun. It's very old school. Yeah, I like that. I like that. It's 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 uh, it's good fun to to have an enormous great. You know, they should have tried Igor Biscan up front. Actually, he would have been he would have been fun. Anyway, apart from that, we've got loads of gossip. There's a, what, uh, there's loads of um, with the transfer window coming up, and what with us being a bit shit, there's um, there's quite a lot of talk um, vis-a-vis people coming in and um, uh, various shit. I don't know. They're going to have to sort of. The, the thing is, with, with with some of the people we're trying to get rid of, they're going to have to sort of. You know they're going to have to dress them up nice and you know cut their hair and make them look a little bit more attractive than they are because you know the, there's you know the, I, I can't see there's going to be many people coming in for Desena to be honest. Yeah, yeah. You know, I went yeah. to uh, Liverpool versus Leon, yeah. uh, uh, not Leon Fiorentina, mm. that dead dead rubber as you oh, like yeah. that term. Uh, yeah, do you ever heard that before? It's a silly football term. Which have you heard that? I've before? heard it before. Yeah, I'm, I'm the only person in the world who's not heard the phrase dead rubber. Yeah. No, uh, Paul, right, Paul, yeah, Paul had never heard it until that game. Oh, I, Is it until that game? I think or it's until sort of an American term, to be fair. Oh, well, what, it, does it mean? Right. Hey? what does it mean? I don't. Well, it just means it's a waste of time. It's a waste. Of, the game is a waste of time. What's wrong with a waste of time? Well, I don't know. I don't know much. But essentially, that's what football is. The milk. Cup, <laughs> the whole of the milk cup is a waste of time. <laughs> the isn't Europa it? League. But anyway, Europa League. Yes, nice. Yeah, nice. Nice point. The um, Senna was. Uh, we were sitting quite near the front, and yeah. the Senna hadn't played all season. Yeah. And after f- maybe fifty-five minutes. Desenio was blowing like I was playing out there. It right. was ridiculous. He was so unfit. To be fair, you're looking at him. You look fitter than him. <laughs> I probably am, actually. I've never well, seen we a professional spent £7 million on him, haven't we? One of the low points of the last two years, I think. Yeah. That right. whole transfer window in general didn't go down well. No, Keen, it didn't. Him and Degan probably know, lost us the league last yeah. year. Yeah, I mean, you look, you look back at Keane now. That, that, that is bizarre. And now, actually, they're talking about selling him to Celtic. But he, now, was, he was rubbish. <laughs> he was absolutely rubbish, and he's gone to Spurs well, yeah, and proved that, that he was we, rubbish. We, we beat we beat Man United with him. We didn't have Torres. We didn't have Gerald. He didn't do anything in the game. He didn't yeah. actually do anything. Uh, you know, I, I was a big fan uh, of. Uh, I thought Robbie Keane would have been a great signing for him, but yeah. he was useless. The I think, I think, sitters he missed. I think we we look at it now, and the way the way 
um, he sets his teams out. And, uh, you know, it, it, when Torres isn't playing, he likes to play like Torres is playing. Yeah. And he likes to play somebody quick up front. And, uh, and it's like, that's why um, when Crouch was there, he, he never played Crouch and Torres together. And it was a crying shame because actually that might have worked. But he didn't, he, Crouch didn't play because Crouch isn't, isn't quick. So, no. so he, you know, he likes to, to have a, a set pattern to play all the time. So why buy him? You know, why buy Keane? Because actually he's never going to do that. Well, 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 whose close place was he going to take? I think possibly, and I don't think Rafa's done this often, I think buying Robbie Keane was maybe him looking at what other people right. were saying for okay. once Rafa's very stubborn and mm. people go and he needs someone to play up front with him someone with mm. premiership experience who can yeah. knows the league and he went for Robbie Keane which seemed like a good idea when in actual fact the season before he brought Robbie Keane in the Gerard Torres thing had just started to know, yeah, come absolutely. and it's, it's, it's a really impossible it's almost an impossible task to say who do you get to replace Gerard and Torres because they're two of the best five players in the yeah, world yeah. Mm. anyway uh, apart from them uh, so people who we've been, to, we've been linked with Ashley Cole, uh, Cole sorry, no, Ashley Cole, Jesus Christ, God forbid. We, he'd probably get a game, actually, oh yeah. Oh, God, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that, that would be a low point. Um, uh, Carlton Cole, who's injured, so is the likelihood of Benitez buying somebody who's it's injured. It's high. Yeah, it's really <laughs> high. Um, West Ham have got no money, so there's a possibility. Neither have we. Um, yeah, well, you know, yeah, yeah, we're only, yeah, but we're only three hundred and fifty million pounds in debt. It's fine, but you know, the, the, the amount of money they're going to get for for um, you know, the center, the center, you know. Yeah. Uh, Victor Moses, are you familiar with Victor Moses from Palace? I saw him score a very good overhead kick last yeah, week against Barnsley. Yeah. yeah, I saw that on YouTube as well. Yeah. <laughs> but um, be, be warned, don't buy pay, players off um, off YouTube, otherwise you end up with Cisse. Um, uh, the yeah, yeah. Um, but again, the Palace fans just say he's just fantastic, and there's like yeah. weird teams, like, like Italian teams and, and, and Spanish teams, looking at him because mm. he, so he must be half decent. I don't know. I think he's one for the future if we do. Buy yeah, him. it'd be unlikely uh, to put him straight into the first team. Um, and then you know the Heskey room is coming back again. That'd be such a bad idea. It was so depressing, right? wouldn't it? Mm. Um, Kenwin Jones, which everybody's yeah. talking about. Kenwin Jones, I how brilliant is Jones. Kenwin Jones doesn't score loads of goals though, does he? Like, he's a big man. You like big men? Yeah, he's a good footballer. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Rocky Santa Cruz, who's, who's who no, scores goals, but I can't happen. see. I can't see why would he? I don't know why would he move from Man City. I don't really understand. And, and you know they don't need to sell him. Rocky so. Santa Cruz has only scored ten goals once. Over 10 goals once this decade. Not a goal scorer. Nice. Um, and uh, Rowan Palyuchenko, who I, I don't think that's a bad idea. I don't think that's a bad idea. <laughs> but actually. we've tried and failed to get to get him on loan, apparently. I don't know how, how that happens, but apparently we know now that we've tried and failed to get it's him on loan. It's a bad state of affairs if you can't do it with Harry Redknapp. <laughs> yes, well, you know, um, yeah, they, they, I, well, I, 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 maybe maybe Harry's, um, uh, his pockets are a bit deeper these days, I don't know. Um, but uh, we're also, um, are, they've been reported, I've just read this now, which is um, reportedly swooping for uh, Lazio's Goran Pandev, who apparently is a brilliant player, mm. but um, he's had some kind of funny thing, he's fallen out with Lazio coach. Who didn't play him at all all season, and he's gone to court and bought him somehow. Managed to get get his contract annulled. I don't really understand how that's happened, no. but he's supposed to be a fantastic player. So if we can get hold of him, but apparently um, uh, Milan are pretty much nailed on to get that. But he's trying to hijack that deal, which would be fantastic. But again, if, I think if he hasn't played for a season, exactly, maybe and then it's a, even more of a gamble. I think if you yeah. buy a player from the foreign league in January, it's a gamble. Yeah. In, 
the summer, but in yeah. January it's even more difficult. And the Minister Roy stuff seems to have gone quiet again. Ag- I don't again. I don't again. Can we afford these wages? Even do we mind? want a Man United player? No, I don't want I a Man United, United player. But, but um, at the same time, you know, he'll score your goals. But no. I don't know whether he's whether he's yeah, got pace. But they're like horrible goals. Man United, <laughs> Man United goals. I don't want them. Yeah. It's nice. like Gabriel Enson, never nice. mind him. I like you. Um, uh, and then, there was the, then there's the whole kind of, for some reason, he's now looking at midfield players, wide midfield players as well. Um, Story of a decade. Juan, um, Ma, is it Mata uh, from Valencia, who's, ca- who's kind of Silver's mate, who couldn't afford Silver. Uh, 21-year-old Mata, apparently, we're he's interested in him. He's a good player. But yeah. um, well, that would be great. But again, I don't know how we can afford him from Valencia. Uh, that more likely, they're looking at Eric Husselklep. Uh, who's Norwegian Praise for Brandberg um, Eric Husselklep Come on Get with the programme um, He's Norwegian Apparently He plays in midfield And is a fill-in striker Yeah we've got Some of those already um, um, But he's Apparently he played Against Scotland And was really good For Norway So that sounds more like It doesn't it it's probably about, Scotland Probably about Three million We'll probably get him Talking of Scotland Aidan McGreedy McGeady McGeady Which I think is an, I've heard that rumour John Aldridge wants us To get Aidan McGeady yeah. Which I think is a if there's a gamble you're going to take, yeah. maybe take one from the Scottish. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't argue with um, with, with him because he. You know, do you remember in the, in the World Cup when he was arguing with him with the Bernard? <laughs> it's fantastic, Aldridge. Um, yeah. uh, Arda Turan, captain of Galatasaray, 34 caps for Turkey. Don't know anything about him. Yeah. And uh, Algiero Elia, um, Dutch international, plays for Hamburg, 22. Another midfield player, very good. Um, you know all these players great, but I mean you know if you are, if I think you're probably more you're more looking at McGreedy and the Norwegian lads. To be honest with you, because the way the way finances are at the moment, I can't see. I can't see. And then uh, the other one who won't go away is Scotty Parker as well. But to me, Scotty Parker is. It's a bit, it's an interesting thing, but he's a, he's a central midfield player, he's a defensive central midfield player, and he's kind of he's kind of essentially a poor man's Gerard. Yeah. And um, I kind of do we need another central? No, midfield I think player? Scott Parker's too good to sit on Liverpool's bench. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, well, I mean, there certainly has been this season. You know, in previous yeah. seasons, he's not been that great. But um, yeah. you know, I mean, I, you know, West Ham pretty much are essentially up for sale. So anybody been like you want from West Ham, the best have. players that we had really. Well, that came that played in the Premiership. He had such ability and yeah. He potential, was the worst he? thing he did was go to Chelsea, Chelsea when he yeah. Went, yeah, and that was the terrible. That's ruined he his career. Le- he didn't was, leave you know, one like of many. Glenn Johnson did at the right time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, to, but he has been told he's got a sell to buy. So apparently, he's looking to raise about fifteen million pounds from the selling of Ryan Babel, Andre De Sena, Andre <coughs> Voronin. Um, uh, Phil and Phil Degan hoping to raise fifteen million pound. Now I'm no mathematician, but I think you might get about eight for Babel off the back of past reputation, and the rest of them. I think you're talking small change. I can't see where that money's coming from. I think you'd get Dusena. You might what? You get two, three. Yeah, I think you get two. For, I think you Voronin, get six for Babel at tops. Uh, really? Yeah. Um, Voronin. I mean, you know, you, you know. I think the problem with the road are looking for a waiter. <laughs> You know, I mean, but, and even then, you'd have to tide his hair up a bit. He might be able um, to do some Paris Hilton gigs or something. De- like Degen, I think, in a, in a Dutch league or something like that, would do well because he's, you know, he's a defender who can't defend, but he can attack really well. Yeah. Um, you know, and you know, you've got to find some sort of mug to pay eight million for 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 
Babble. Step forward, Tony Poulis. <laughs> um, apparently, Stoke are interested in him. But apparently, the funny thing off the back of that is that he's prepared to throw in James Beatty as part of the deal. I think, how generous is I don't know whether, I, I don't, in what way is he, you know, uh, what, to try and bully you into, to, into doing the deal. Or, you know, what, you know I, to me, that's not a positive thing. Um, you know, a player who's failed at Everton, you want to get James Beatty. But I just think the whole. Every name that you've said there, from yeah. the players that we're getting rid of to the players that are linked to us, it's just all depressing. Yeah. There's, no, there's not one name there which I'm going, that's really exciting. Yeah. No, no. Which yeah. is, sort of sums it all up. Well, you never know. We might pull one out that, you know, you know like, uh, I, don't, I don't know, he might pull like an, an amazing loan sign uh, signing from, you know, the Bundesliga or somewhere. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I, you know, I don't. But I agree with you. <laughs> unless, <laughs> unless you know, the, unless the, the Americans come up and and suddenly decide, actually, you know what? Mm, let's just listen to them a little bit. If we don't champ- qualify for the Champions League, then the Liverpool, the Liverpool franchise is going to lose, uh, you know, lose a lot of money. Mm. So actually, invest in some money that we we're going to get from the Texas Rangers sale into Liverpool and, you know, invest in, I don't know, about £20 million, that might be worth it because then they'll carry on. Because, you know, the, the, the other thing that's not not going away is the talk of Torres potentially going if we don't make the Champions League. Wow. And then even the the circling around Gerard and the idea that Gerard, like Madrid and Barcelona and Milan are all looking at Gerard because, cause, you know, if we don't, you know look, at the, you know, look at Gerard's face at the moment. He's miserable as sin. He did say, but his face when he scored, that was yeah, yeah. A, a real... People talk about body, body language. But you know, if Man City come in for a bit, a bit of a seventy million pound or something oh, ridiculous, ridiculous like that, thirty year old, then you tell him. Well, I, I, you know, I just think, I think, well, it's good business. I think, and maybe, also he's you know. he's he's completely done his time now. When he was talking I, about I, going, you know, in I'd like, Chelsea I'd like, to, I'd like him to be a, a talisman and stay forever and become become manager of the, uh, the, uh, at some stage. But you could see you know, why he'd want to leave now before yeah. you didn't. Couldn't really yeah. see why. But I wouldn't. Now. Say, I, could, I could see him going abroad, but I couldn't see him going to Man City. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, so, and then the other thing I was thinking is that maybe he might he might sacrifice Riera as well because I think Riera mm. hasn't really, pe- you know, he's not been never been really fit. But yeah, he hasn't actually, been fit at all this season. I think he's kind of looked the job, you know, looked the job a, co- a couple of times, mm. but but never quite done it. So you know, he, he's his stock is still quite high in Spain. So he might, you know, you get decent money for him. It's, he's when he is fit, he's in the Spanish international yeah, squad. He's, he's, a, he's, know, he's a, a good, he's a good player. player. He's a good player, not a decent um, player. But you know, I you know, there is, I think there's something in. Oh, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I think there might be something in what um, Jermaine Pennant said <laughs> when um, he ha- um, Rafa has got specific things and specific ways that he likes wingers to play. And uh, the, he ain't found one yet. He's prepared mm. to do that job. But um, it, sadly, he's found the kite, <laughs> which um, which is a, which is a depressing thought that he's he's the winger that will do that will basically d- d- carry through his operations. But you know, I I, I think there's a possibility he might go because he's you know he's a he's potentially a first eleven player that we could sacrifice. I s- s- strangely saw an interview with a former Real Madrid s- centre back, I think his name Pavon, mm. when he was talking about. Uh, Jermaine Pennant and Jermaine Pennant has been a quality addition not only to the Real Zaragoza team but to La Liga <sighs> yeah, <well. laughs> yeah. Or which is just nonsense well there's talk of him coming back actually some people as long as he's that's fine yeah well there you are you see, I mean you know there, are, there have been a lot of um, rubbish yeah, he was, he was a, but he was a punt though he wasn't that expensive oh, yeah, and punt. that's what Rafa's had to deal with he's had to yeah. deal with punts yeah. I mean he hasn't when yeah. he he's, has a right, he's a real punt though that's, that's, <laughs> what, that's what Jermaine Pennant is he's a proper little 
punk. Big time. Um, uh, and then, then the other the other news I thought, which was kind of weird, it's got quite a decent a bit, a bit coverage, but strangely, was that Everton are trying to uh, snatch this kid called Adam Pepper. Uh, he's an 18-year-old central midfield player who's kind of, he's apparently nice. Is uh, is one of the the most uh, you know uh, sought-after kids in, in Liverpool, and he was an Everton schoolboy, and then Liverpool got him, and then apparently, they, and then they've gone back to him and said, you know, thing is, you'd be in Everton first team <laughs> if you look at Everton's bench. <laughs> he'd be one of the mature players on Everton's bench. Um, so that's quite interesting. They're actually they've realised that you know we we've got quite a lot of good young kids coming through, and the chance of them actually playing in our first team are very remote at yeah, the moment. Yeah, you say that, but this season we've had Derby, Kelly, Spearing, Eccleston and Pacheco all play, have first team appearances, which yeah. is one of the few positives I see from this season, actually. Yeah. Well, I'd like to see more, more of Kelly, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. And Eccleston's got to play in the next in the next two seasons, otherwise he's gone. Even though that, that's his, it's his window and it's his chance. Yeah. Otherwise, he'll, you know, he'll end up you know, you know, just being another one that almost went, and he'll, he'll go off on loan and then just disappear. It's, it happened to so many of those kids. Yeah, and and that's a re- it's a real shame, because I'm not a, one who believes that the idea, of, you know, if they don't make it somewhere else, then that we've never made it Liverpool. I don't necessarily think I think sometimes when kids come playing at a high level, it kicks them on a bit more and they will become a better player. Yeah, absolutely. But and I think Rafa believes that as well, which is why he yeah. brings so many players in to yeah. help his yeah. um, the, the younger players as well. They ma- he, I think he brings in players who he knows aren't going to make it, but yeah. will help the players that have got a bit of spark. Right. Um, uh, and anybody else who's got any suggestions who we should buy or, or who we shouldn't buy or we should get rid of, um, please email us at lifeanddeath at playbackmedia.co.uk or any sort of abuse or anything you want to send, um, specifically for Ashley for not being here, that would be helpful. Um, and any sort of cold remedies for anybody in the working in the back room, room of this programme would be most helpful. Um, now the other thing I don't know whether whether we heard us uh, last week, Stephen, but I suggested that we should start, we launch some sort of children in need type um, uh, appeal um, vis-a-vis Liverpool. Um, and I was, I mean, I'm quite happy to pose with a little bandage up my eye <laughs> if, okay. if need be. I can just um, see it now. Uh, and so the idea was that, that people could send money in, and we could put that money towards you know the tran- for January and transfer. Well, little did I know that a, a listener. Uh, that's two we've got now. Um, ben Armstrong has pointed me in the direction of of a Facebook page, which is called Transfer Fund Facebook page. Which actually they've <laughs> genuinely started this. Brilliant. So the the concept is that all Liverpool fans should put in a hundred pounds, and therefore creating a massive Chelsea style bank of um, transfer funds. And um, which you know, if you look at the Liverpool Facebook group, it's got one million. Um, um, and 86,362 fans uh, that was a check of about two hours ago um, if it, oh, put the, they put in 100 quid each hello we could buy the league yeah. come on Man City um, yeah um, so which is you know the concept's an interesting one admittedly they've only got 254 four members at the moment but you know that could probably buy, buy us another Voronin um, uh, so which is kind of, you know, it's kind of interesting but, but I, I think you know in a way, why don't we just do 
the people, you know, the share Liverpool yeah. idea is is the concept. That actually, we could still do that. We could do that and buy the club for that amount of money, couldn't yeah, you? Could you could. buy the club for that? The club's not worth that much anymore, you know. Five hundred and fifty million the yeah. Americans want for it. So. Yeah. So you know, if we all put five hundred quid in, then we're you know in. We're, we're in. We're sorting. We've got a transfer fund as well, it. and also we get rid of Hicks and Gillette. Otherwise, you, you're essentially paying off the Hillette's debt, aren't you? That that is essentially Good. what you're doing. Hillette. I'm calling him <laughs> Hillette now. I'm hoping that's going to catch on now. <laughs> Bit like Jed going to catch on. <coughs> You're going to use Hillette? Oh, yeah, yes, that. yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, you know, that's good. The worst um, Liverpool can get. <laughs> nice. Oh, there, there we are. There we are. Um, who needs Ashley? Um, um, talking of which, um, uh, well, it was, it was your suggestion. In fact, in fact we're, because we're coming to the end of this decade, apparently, I don't know whether do, do is it the end of the decade like now, or should we do it? Do we have to do this at the end of next year? I don't. I, I, I feel as though we, we we should. I don't know. I, I feel as though we're, we're sort of letting the decade go a year early, almost. No, we're not. Does it start at zero? I thought it would be the the turn of, uh, you know, 2010 that you'd start it because... Anyway, well, I've missed out. But they've not made a big, not made much of a charade about it, have they? There's not been many, many end of end of um, term. The you'd greatest. Ima- <laughs> you'd imagine. You'd imagine Channel Four would be turning oh, out a whole one. load of these. You know, the greatest, greatest TV show with the noughties I watched oh, yesterday. Oh God, yeah, um, that was depressing. Oh, uh, um, or you know, the greatest. You know, you think Channel Four would be knocking out a whole load of the best comedians of the noughties, yeah. or the naughtiest comedians of the noughties, or but none of that's happened, does it? Now they've been doing All Star Impressions show. Did anybody see the All Star Impressions show on ITV? Did anybody see that? Uh, well, I saw four minutes uh, yeah. of it. Right. I, I, I urge anybody who's listening to this and anybody in this room to go to um, ITV's version of iPlayer. It's ITV player or something with her, and watch the all-star impression show hosted by Stephen Mulhern. The concept of which, okay, is you get ITV celebrities who come on and then do impressions of other ITV celebrities. Okay, <laughs> I have honestly, I was shocked at how shit this was. It was, and then in between that, just to boost it up, they had Bobby Davro and Les Dennis doing impressions. There was one, there was one sketch with Bobby Davro and Les Dennis in a bath. Okay, it was a kind of concept of the idea of right. Um, it was Chris Tarrant. So, so Davro is doing Chris Tarrant. He's going, welcome in a really bad Chris Tarrant impression. And, and then Les Dennis was in the bath opposite him. And honestly, I was watching it for about a minute and I didn't, genuinely didn't know wh- wh- who Les Dennis was doing an impression of. And he was doing an impression of, um, what's his face from Take That? What, um, Gary Barlow. Gary Barlow. And, and it, was, it, was, it was like, God, it was like stepping back in time. It was like Russ Abbott's madhouse. It was so <laughs> bad. It's unbelievable. How does this stuff, how come? me and you are working <laughs> you know uh, you know this is just crazy how this stuff happens how well, what's going on what is Stephen Mulhern's talent anybody can any if anybody can email us in I'm going to forward them on to Stephen yeah <laughs> I, I, well you know I, I'm sure I know somebody who knows him but he's one of those people that ITV just keep pushing forward is that well he's the future no he's not he's not he's peculiar he's he's, he's odd he's a peculiar little man with, with with sort of quaffered eyebrows. What I wonder is who picks up the Radio Times, whoever still reads that, and goes, Oh, Stephen Mulhern's on today. Yeah, Let's no, watch that. Right. yeah there's, still, there's a new Stephen Mulhern vehicle. <laughs> Let's watch that. Because <laughs> I did enjoy <laughs> Animals Do the Funniest <laughs> Things. How about that? Um, anyway, what was going on about? Anyway, you, so you, I don't know why I was talking about that. Um, uh, you suggested when you were coming before you came, we do the, some, the team of the decade. Yeah. 
not to be confused with the team the dickhead that would have <laughs> Colomore and El Haji Jif up front um, uh, so uh, I um, I emailed um, uh, Ashley Blaker do you remember Ashley Blaker used to do this program uh, sat at him now um, and asked him for his uh, team of the decade so basically players who played for Liverpool of the decade it's quite it's always difficult when you do these things because you know if you say in the team of the decade then Fowler is still played in this decade yeah. but although he was off the boil by then and you know my, my midfield was a I've got Paddy Berger in mind, and he probably didn't play yeah, very much. Yeah. In it. But still, you know, left-sided players, I'm sorry, we're a bit struggling. Um, so I'm going to give you um, Ashley's, and then I'll give you mine, and then have you got yours? Yeah. Okay, this is Ashley's. Um, he, first of all, he sent me this one, and he had Dudek in goal, right? Okay, and, and I went, what? And he went, oh, no, no, it's a, that's a typo. I didn't mean it. <laughs> <laughs> How can you mistype Dudek instead of Rainer? I don't know. Um, so um, so he's got Rainer, he's got Rainer in, I'm reliably informed, Rainer in goal. He's got Babble at right back. <laughs> Marcus, relax, everybody. It's Marcus Babble. Marcus Babble okay. at right back. Mar- Marcus Babble was a great yeah, player. Great player. Again, one of those players who came probably two or three seasons too yeah. late, but fantastic player. Yeah. Actually, probably a better centre-half than he was a full-back. Hippier, Henshaw, okay. at centre-halves. Carragher is left-back. Yeah. This is going to be a recurring theme now. That actually, we've not had a decent left-back in a long time. Okay, Midfield, left midfield. <laughs> no left decent left-midfield player. Um, John Anarisa, left-midfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Centre-midfield, uh, Gerard and Haman. Yeah. And right-midfield, listen to this, everybody. Team of the decade... Dirk Kite in his team of the decade. <laughs> Again, I thought he was the oracle. That's unbalanced. It. It's you know, there's a bit, there's too much ballast on one side, and up front he's got the Judas Owen and um, Torres playing. T- Imagine the Judas and, uh, and Torres playing together. That would be that would be good, wouldn't it? That would be decent. Oh, those to- two together. Owen around 01 was actually brilliant. He yeah, was absolutely. actually oh, Of course. Owen now, no way. Oh, no, no, of course no, not. No, yeah. no, no, but he's dead to me now. Completely. Um, uh, yeah, exactly. Mine, Stephen, is Rayner, Steve Finnan. Yep. Steve Finnan. Brilliant. I'm so, I st- I'd absolutely still have Steve Finnan now, to be honest. Really solid player. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm playing Hippio and Carragher as centre-halves. Yeah. You know, uh, Henshaw potentially, but just for his his handball um, gifts. Uh, Risa at, at left back mm-hmm. uh, because we haven't got a decent left back. Yep. Um, and uh, and uh, uh, Gerard's having to play out on, on out on the right because I'm putting Alonso and Haman in centre midfield. Yep. Out on the left, Paddy Berger. Okay. Just for the stuff he did the the um, ten years before, and up front again, I've got Judas and Torres. Okay. What's yours? Mine's quite similar to yours. Rayner in goal. Yeah. Right back Finnan. Yeah. Uh, Centre backs Carragher and Hippia. Yeah. Left back Risa. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going four two three one. Very Rafa. Uh, okay. Haman and Alonso. Okay. In holding mm-hmm. and then your mm-hmm. three. I've got uh, Luis Garcia. Okay. Steven Gerrard. Mm. And this is the problem position for me. Um, the l- other left sort of. Anybody side. on the left? I've gone for. Danny Murphy, just because he scored so really? many important goals for Liverpool when he was there. Okay. Uh, and he was a good player. I've got a sentimental... Uh, yeah, three goals against yeah. Man United, plenty of goals yeah. against Everton, and just generally performed pretty well. Yeah. And up front, Torres. Yeah. I, I did, you know, I was thinking about potentially, and it would have been, it would have been more interesting to talk about, because I, I, t- I find it hard to put the Judas in my, in my forward I, line. No. Um, 
I think Gerald and Torres has been the best combination up front. Well, I would have liked to have seen Yari Littmanen oh, play with Torres. Absolutely. Imagine uh, Yari Littmanen feeding Torres. Obviously, Yari Littmanen possibly went before he came to Liverpool, <laughs> when it was two years before then. But he did he spend a lot a of time on the bench for some reason. Yeah, but then he'd come on, he wouldn't. But like, it's like all these people, you know, he's, like, you've got uh, the little princess now, and he'd say, oh, everybody go, oh, no, he can't. You don't want him to get that. The, the, the ground's a bit heavy. Or, you know, <laughs> you, you, you don't want him playing against Wigan. Oh, he wouldn't like it up in. <laughs> But then uh, Lippmann would, would, would we would like spend six months over the bench and then you just chuck him on and he'd come on and score a goal and you'd say, God, he's brilliant. Why don't we play him more often? And they never thought, oh, he's not much fitter with him. They just put him on. He was brilliant. We did play Heskey all the time. Yeah. That's why. Well, in you know, first season, Heskey was fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, yeah, would you talk about the next time you come on and talk to Ashley about, about uh, Yo Lim and he never rated him. Yeah, Emil Heskey yeah, yeah 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 oh, first, se- first season Ashley, he did. Ashley's an idiot he doesn't know what he's talking about I think he's, he's you know anyway he's, uh, he was one of the great shames Hill, I don't think his wife's ill at all I think he's just overdone it on the on the tonic wine um, uh, anyway we should say by, um, goodbye I, I need to I need to say because we've had um, an email hey come on everybody we have an email um, uh, which I think I'm, uh, which I think we got after the Arsenal game which is sadly um, we're by a gentleman called Joseph Fisher who's in, in Australia and he's um, part of an Australian Liverpool supporters group so and he's just saying how brilliant we are and how lovely everything is so thank you very much um, to you um, Australian gentlemen and uh, to all Australian listeners and to all listeners and uh, Happy New Year I think probably become kind of Happy New Year that would be yeah. a good thing to say now and um uh, winter, uh, winterful um, blessings to you all. Um, joy to the world, and we'll see you next week. Thank you very much, Stephen. It's Thank been a delight much. to have Enjoyed you on it here. To me, it's quite nice just to have anybody, but Ashley, really, to be honest with you, he's beginning to get on my nerves. Um, uh, but thank you very much, and I uh, hope Ashley's missus gets well. And uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, this has been uh, not just a matter of life and death. Goodbye. This podcast is brought to you by Casa Oriente. Escape the winter freeze at this superb three-bedroom contemporary villa in sunny Marbella. Visit casa-oriente.com. That's C-A-S-A hyphen O-R-I-E-N-T-E dot com. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. If you would like to sponsor or advertise on this show, give our marketing partners at Sports Revolution a call on 0207 580-2580 or drop them a line at info at sportsrevolution.co.uk